The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Are you ready for operational excellence? Welcome to the Visual Workplace, Work That Makes Sense, where your host and visual workplace expert, Dr. Gwendolyn Galsworth, shares powerful visual principles and practices to optimize your operations and make them safer, faster, better, and far less costly. The Visual Workplace. You can't get to excellence without it. Now, here's Dr. Gwendolyn Galsworth. Hi, hi, welcome. This is Gwendolyn Galsworth, and I am your host on this, our weekly radio show about letting the workplace speak, the visual workplace. Welcome, welcome. In each of our shows, we look at some aspect of that, of how to embed the intelligence of our operational system into the landscape of work through visual devices. I like to call it the living landscape of work because in a visual workplace, There is a real living intelligence. It is the intelligence that you put into place that you install through the language of visuality, through devices and systems. Mm? And how to install this language is part of the methodology, how to get it thoroughly in place. That language will reflect back to us our current level of thinking, of operational intelligence, because it is embedded through these devices. We can literally see in a visual workplace how we think, what we think, and what that thinking will produce, how it will function, because we've captured it physically. And there's a kind of throbbing uh, consciousness, if you will, in a workplace that is highly visual. It is truly as though you have a partner in the physical landscape, in the tools, in the benches, in the instruments of work. If you're in a hospital, then in that environment of items that support the healthcare function, in an office, same thing, factories. You can see it. It's a landscape. It's like going into the countryside and seeing trees and cows and sheep. And no, I'm in the countryside. I recognize this. I'm in some place different. Because a visual workplace is different. It's distinct. It's distinctive. And why do we bother? Well, for very good reason. I named three of them, but they're closely connected. The first, bottom line benefits. We see with simply the visual wear powerfully in place, a 15% increase in productivity. This is what we have measured, not a 3% or 6%. This is connected visuality so that it isn't simply isolated on a bench or isolated in a department, but it is connected, it is linked throughout the enterprise. We see 15%, but even more amazingly, we often see 30% increase in productivity. If you do not also implement lean, that 15 to 30% increase in productivity will be absorbed by the noise in your macro system. We'll do a show on that one of these days. 
but there is a beautiful partnership and alliance between visual and lean that amplifies each. Each is partly contributing to operational excellence, but not entirely. Lean takes care of the critical part, pardon me, the critical path and pull, and visual takes care of information and embedded adherence. Between them, there's flow. Either one of them can set up flow. In visuality, flow is one of the early outcomes, but together they become amplified. So to get 15 to 30% increase in productivity and to have it stable and sustainable, something that you can actually count on as part of your business case, you need to have the combination of the two. And there's lots and lots and lots on lean. The only thing that lean does that I think is a little wiggly is that it thinks that it does a proper enough job on visuality to get you where visuality can take you, but I've never found that to be true. It's one of the reasons why I've gone off into a kind of specialized field and made it a field. I've spent the last 30 years codifying this field, this framework of thinking, because it is of equal but separate importance. I describe it as two wings of a bird. One wing is about visual, one wing is about lean, and together they get somewhere. If you look at a bird, you, you know he uses both wings to get where, where he's going. So the first is bottom line benefits in terms of improved safety, better quality, productivity, shrinking costs, aligned delivery. The second is splendid cultural alignment, a spirited and engaged workforce on all levels. In no way are these discussions about just operators or just supervisors, but they include the entire enterprise of work, all the levels, CEOs, supervisors, purchasers, planners, marketeers, field reps, and operators, managers. And that's the second, this wonderful cultural alignment. We'll be talking about alignment today when we talk about the X-type. And that alignment happens first and needs to happen very early with the leadership, the executive leadership level. The third reason is we enjoy ourselves at work. We enjoy ourselves along the way when the workplace is visual because what we've done in visuality is in better language that we can use and it also supports us. So we're freed up to be ourselves and to grow at work, to learn at work, to be a part of the contribution. And the enterprise becomes increasingly fluid, and I say self-aware. And I also say, oh, wonderful, oh, wonderful. So welcome. Today we are continuing our series on visual leadership, the executive function. I have just a couple of announcements. Smart Simple Design is out. You know about that. It's available from our website, visualworkplace.com, and on Amazon. Our new website is getting better and better. We're adding more and more pieces to it. We're kind of working out a way for you to easily get to our newsletter. And also the membership will launch, I believe, the first week in March. You can join now, but the levels will be much more tailored and um, customized. There will be three levels of membership. The first one is free, and you get the newsletter and and, um, many other things that I think are valuable. I'll say more about that when we uh, when we actually launch. Why get excited? The baby hasn't arrived yet. The crib is there. We've got the bottles. We've got the diapers. But we need the whole thing. And it'll be here soon. I want to also 
really encourage you to look at the modules that we have ready currently on work that makes sense operator-led visuality. Mistake proofing will launch in about three days. I believe that's Horatio's schedule. And they are wonderful on-demand learning. This is not overview. This is learning that changes your companies, learning that transforms. It inspires, it informs, and it transforms. There are individual modules. We currently have 11 modules on work that makes sense, representing in reflection my book, Work That Makes Sense. We have eight modules for engineers on mistake-proofing. This, the mistake-proofing I did in concert with my good colleague, Martin Hinckley, who wrote the mistake I'm sorry, who wrote the book, Make No Mistake. It was no mistake, believe me. The book is great. (laughs) It's outcome-based mistake-proofing. So these are very affordable, standalone modules. They each are about an hour apiece. It takes us about 100 hours of meticulous development to get them to you. And we are going to continue on our drawing board our 80 other modules of the work that I've developed over the last 30 years. And they're wonderful. And we'll include the Shingo Visual Workplace course. We're just kind of sorting that out now. We've got a few weeks left on that. My hat is tipped once again to the great Horatio Fairburn. He loves this stuff, and we are so glad. He's our tech manager, and I'll tell you, he tears this stuff up. And uh, better he than me. And uh, let's see. And I think that's it. I'm going to be traveling next week, but you'll have a great encore and sign up for our newsletter at visualworkplace.com or at radio at visualworkplace.com or at visual at visualworkplace.com. Give us a call for any reason, 503-233-1784, 503-233-1784. I'm anxious to get on to our topic today. I've got to clear my breath just a moment. <coughs> clear my throat. I'm a little tired because I've been pushing to get the this 11th module done for our work that makes sense system. It's called the four power levels of visuality and it's what operators do after they have implemented the visual wear. And uh, it's been a joy to develop, but it's also been very taxing. Uh, So uh, if I'm a little tired, it's because I'm a lot tired. (laughs) I'm rising to the occasion, raising to the occasion. I'm up for the job. So today we continue our series on visual leadership, the executive function, and we begin our examination in earnest of the second core visual construct, the tool in the executive toolbox that's called the X-type matrix. The first was the so-called house, what I called elaborately the operation system improvement template, a template to help you identify your and improve your core operational system. What is that construct? What is that formulation? These are tools for executives. Each one of them is first developed and launched by the executive and can later be used as a teaching tool, an alignment tool for others. Others can participate and eventually it will become a consensus process. But for the house and now the X-type and next the war room, the executive has to be very much involved in the development because it needs to reflect his will, her will, her vision for the company, what growth means to this enterprise, 
and what it means on my watch. It cannot be delegated, not the first go-round. For our training cycles, we call it the A-cycle. It's a cycle in which you learn what you're going to teach. And even though it's happening in real time, it's going to be something you actually use without the blessing, without the engagement of your executive you're going to have something that is a copycat and diluted. I completely approve of the X-type work that is being done in a format of consensus where teams meet. But that has a different purpose than the X-type that is formulated by the executive. It's an important, it's important to have both pieces, but for me the X-type begins by opening the executive's brain and heart and getting it to fit on a single piece of paper. So these constructs are all visual. They are all pretty much on a page, except for the war room that actually is a physical room. But let's say the first two are a sheet of paper. And because of the fact that they have a very tight focus, this helps us. And I want to unnest that also when we come back from our first break, which is happening right now. So I'll see you in a minute. I'll be here when you get back. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. Are you ready to bring the power of the visual workplace to your company? Gwendolyn Galsworth, visual workplace expert and award-winning author, is available to help you harness and maximize that power. With nearly 30 years of hands-on experience, Dr. Galsworth shows you how through in-house seminars, site assessments, total company conversions, keynotes, coaching, and consulting. Learn about visuality through our books, DVDs, on-demand webinars, visual edge learning packages, and a host of other teaching materials. Enroll in the Visual Lean Institute and get trained and licensed as an instructor or QMI affiliate in any of our nine core visual workplace courses. Keep your visual workplace going and growing. Visit our website at visualworkplace.com to learn more about workplace visuality, our products and services, and when Gwendolyn will be presenting near you. That website again is visualworkplace.com. Today's business marketplace is becoming increasingly global thanks to technologies that didn't even exist a few short years ago. Your business might be a startup or you might be one of the global 500. Either way, you're probably looking at customers and competitors in faraway regions. Listen for Global Reach with host Tay Revez as she brings together experts, ideas, and listeners to help you anywhere in the world. Global Reach is broadcast every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio, Voice America Business Network. You're listening to The Visual Workplace, work that makes sense with Dr. Gwendolyn Galsworth. If you have a question or comment about today's program, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to radio at visualworkplace.com. Now, back to the program. 
Hi, welcome back. This is Gwendolyn. Welcome to the second segment of our show. We are focusing today on the X-Type Matrix, the second core visual tool in the executive leadership box, becoming a leader of improvement, visual leadership. So just before the break, I was mapping out um, some broad points on this tool. I want to go into a little bit more depth about the background. The X-Type Matrix was developed in Japan in the, light, in the late 1960s. It was a brainchild. This is my understanding of it. Much of it is legend and urban legend at that. It was the brainchild of the trust of high-level thinkers and practitioners working at JUICE, which, was called, which is the Japanese Union of Scientists and Engineers, JUICE, J-U-S-E, and JMA, the Japanese Management Association. I learned about it in 1985 when my sensei, my great teacher, Ryuji Fukuda, who was the former head of strategic improvement at Sumitomo, taught it to me, and I was bowled over. I got it instantly. I got it before I even knew I got it because it was a physical construct, more about that later, and I kept getting it. And I want to say, if you find yourself allergic to the notion that Japan gave rise to such a powerful construct or yet another powerful construct, please try, do try to just lay it aside for the moment. It would help to remember, and I often think of it, the horrific pressure that that nation was under, clawing its way back to an economy and trying very hard to preserve its culture. We're not right now looking at what caused that horrific pressure. We're looking at the human state of an economy, an island of people trying to make a go of it. And it was only partly successful, I think, with the second, but wildly successful with the first, and that is its economy. Its economy, present challenges excluded. I just came across a piece that I wrote a few uh, years ago, I think it was last year, that Toyota had produced $5 billion of profit, not of revenue, but of profit. And, uh, And it also makes a tremendous contribution to the community, the Japanese community, the world community. It also is a very good learning uh, vision place for us. So, Japan came, came upon this. And when you look at the X-type, it really is nothing more than a piece of paper with a big X in the lower left and a lot of grids around it kind of around the four quadrants of the X. The X, an X shape has four quadrants. Grid lines come out of that, cells. I used an image of it for, um, I used the, the image that we use for teaching in our newsletter this week. If you're on the list, then you can see it. Just go to the newsletter, open it up. It's right below the um, copy for this show, announcing this show. If you're not on our list, email us and we'll send it to you. Maybe we can even get it to you in the next few moments if Horatio or Cindy or Aurelia or somebody spots it. So a big X and the grid organizing itself in reference to the four quadrants. Look at that with your eyes a little squinty and it looks to me like a bento box. 
You know what a bento box is? It's kind of like a highly organized lunch tray with little sections in it, really little walls. They're about two-inch walls, and you put your sushi here and your rice there, and you put your uh, ginger in this little section, and your meat in that section, and your vegetables, all little sections. The Japanese also use it as a kind of lunch box. Literally, they carry it to work, their bento box. Everything stays separated. Instead of packaging it, the layout keeps things. Packaging it like we have cookies, we have our little carton of this and that, and our little plastic containers, our Tupperware. The box itself. And it's usually beautiful wood and very handsome. So the point here is, it's very condensed. The X-type is a intensely condensed, intensely connected formulation that is entirely in keeping with the Japanese mind and their particular aesthetic, what beauty means to the Japanese. Something coming out of us would look completely different. I don't think we have the kind of mind that could find the X-type and start using it with such speed and confidence as the Japanese because it isn't our aesthetic. So I just want to kind of take the bite off of the fact, if you do feel a little bitten, that this is Japanese and it is so darn good. That's my point. And one of the dynamics that makes the X-Type so darn good is the fact that it is a template on a single page. It is a presentation, a formulation that is on the page. It is not words. There's maybe, there's, let's see, maybe five numbers, one, two, three, four, five, or seven perhaps, a few other numbers on the other side, and a few little headers, but there are no words. As such, because of the layout, the relationships between the various parts are embedded. The mind, most minds, see it, get it, and want to jump into it immediately. People get very, very excited about the X-type because of its promise and because they already get it. I've already mentioned to you that 50% of the resources of our brain are dedicated to finding, that means identifying, and interpreting visual data, the world we see. The other senses make a contribution, but it is small in comparison to the monster appetite demands of sight and interpreting sight. So our mind is ready to get things that we show them. The old saw of a picture is worth a thousand words gains new meaning when you consider this vast appetite of the brain to understand its visual environment. I want you to also please consider another fact about the the mind that we've discussed related to other parts of visuality, that the mind is a pattern-seeking mechanism. We've discussed this in relationship to the visual wear, my version of 5S, 5S on steroids, I like to say. The visual wear borders addresses ID labels, but especially borders will map the pattern of work. And when the brain finds the pattern or a pattern that it's seeking, it's seeking pattern, period. When a pattern is already in place, such as with borders or such as with the format of the X-type, the brain doesn't stop. 
its relentless and happy quest for pattern. It simply uses that pattern as a stepping stone, a platform from which it can, it will seek the next level of pattern, the next set of connecting points. And so because the X-type is so firm in its visual output, an X with grids around it, we already understand that which is almost unexpressible because we understand it so deeply. We understand it with the right side of our brain, with the aesthetic of our brain, if you will. And then we have to figure out what we just understood on the left side and put it into words. And that is the, po- the problem with most planning charts. The vi- so let me define the X-type matrix, which is a form of policy deployment. It is a systematic method that frames on a single page and links on that page the activities of people across and throughout the organization, the connection with strategic goals on the executive level. I like to see the X-type used for improvement, not for maintenance. I like to see it be an improvement format rather than how is the organization going to improve and in that way reduce the number of things of items that are stuffed onto it there are lots of mistakes made in using this kind of a tight format and one of them is overstuffing trying to fit everything on it one of the characteristics of the leader the developed leader is the ability to see and to decide and to drive. To see, decide, and drive. And that, in a, in a phrase, turns into how to say yes to the few and wait to the many. How to use competing priorities against a limited number of resources and decide. And decide to say wait to some. The X type, I've seen it stuffed so that you need you need a larger, you need like a three by four piece of paper to fit everything on it. There's no clarity left and there's no decision. And if you don't know about this and you're trying to do the X type, you will not understand the constraints of the format and it will defeat you and you'll set it aside. I said this in uh, the copy when I was describing this show that the X-type is thrilling to those who are just discovering it and a worst nightmare for those who have tried it or as they emphatically state, I tried to use it and the understanding there is and I failed and the darn thing doesn't work. So the second part of the X-type that's built in is the pattern, and we can use that. Compare that, if you will, to the more commonplace annual plan. You're going to be using the X-type to organize your annual improvement plan on a single page, and it will be valid and robust and actionable. Compare that, if you will, to the more commonplace annual plan, pages of type. Pages, pages of words with an occasional chart. Mm? No organizing template, no pattern. It's all work. 
and the meaning of all that work during our planning session is over when the session is over. But, you know, during the planning session, what did we do? We put things, lots, lots of things up on charts to help us figure things out. But then all those charts get rendered into words and we take a step backwards. This is more felicity for the X-type matrix. It is a major, major organizing tool, patterning tool, decision-making tool. Because of its constraints, you have to say wait. And it is a huge alignment tool as well. It has physicality and visuality. It's hidden in plain sight, brain function, and mind patterning. And there's a third reason, or maybe I'm up up to the fifth reason, why the X-type works so well. It's called the third focus, and I will discuss it, share it with you after our next break. I'll see you in a minute. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. Are you ready to bring the power of the visual workplace to your company? Gwendolyn Galsworth, visual workplace expert and award-winning author, is available to help you harness and maximize that power. With nearly 30 years of hands-on experience, Dr. Galsworth shows you how through in-house seminars, site assessments, total company conversions, keynotes, coaching, and consulting. Learn about visuality through our books, DVDs, on-demand webinars, visual edge learning packages, and a host of other teaching materials. Enroll in the Visual Lean Institute and get trained and licensed as an instructor or QMI affiliate in any of our nine core visual workplace courses. Keep your visual workplace going and growing. Visit our website at visualworkplace.com to learn more about workplace visuality, our products and services, and when Gwendolyn will be presenting near you. That website again is visualworkplace.com. Welcome to the unique job search community of Lynn Radice Live. You do have the power to land the perfect job. If you are unemployed or underemployed or looking for your next career move, tune in to Lynn Radice Live. Get a job, no excuses. This is a first-of-its-kind job empowerment show. Lynn will identify the most critical needs in today's job market and show you how you can get a top position today. Get ready. Let's get hired. Lynn Radice Live airs live every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Business. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You're listening to The Visual Workplace, work that makes sense with Dr. Gwendolyn Galsworth. If you have a question or comment about today's program, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to radio at visualworkplace.com. Now, back to the program. Hi, welcome back. This is Gwendolyn. And I am um, really glad you're here and that we're, we've begun our discussion of the X-Type. Just before the break, I was talking about the strengths of the X-Type just as a construct, just as a look and feel. And this is important. It's that adage hidden in plain sight so it's hidden but yet we're using it as though 
we see it and understand it. We're using it intuitively. And just before the break, I said there was, so I talked about the importance of having a single page, that everything was on that page, that the format of the page surrounding the four quadrants of the X was one of the reasons why it functioned so highly. It was compact like a little bento box. It had also, second point, it it allowed us to understand patterning intuitively and let the brain function on a higher level of using a certain level of pattern, the first level, finding the pattern of the first level and building it to the second level, which means we can go deeper and deeper and deeper in, sort of like the fractals we were talking about last week, more and more refinement, more understanding, more strength. I went on to say that compared to the normal way or the commonplace way of making a plan was that it was all words with only an occasional relief for the eye to absorb on a more intuitive level, on a more complete level, I would mention. We want to marry the right and the left brain because that is where the strength is. Neither should dominant dominate. That's why we weren't just given all left brain or all right brain. That's why we have a cycle up there. It's a cycle. And it works together. <laughs> okay. We we intuitively use our sight to understand our world, bring it into the workplace. So we have, we, we, we may use words, but the words come after the X-type. The X-type is what gives us clarity. The definition of the X-type, it's a policy deployment tool. You don't even have to mention, and I haven't so far even mentioned, Hoshin or Hoshin Kanri, which is the Japanese word for policy deployment. But it's systematic, it is a frame, and it creates linkages on the paper between resources, people, time, funds, and the strategic goals of what does growth mean for us. And it's a major, major tool for policy action alignment. I was talking about the third focus as another point about this construct, and I I want to stay on that for a moment. I call it the third focus. I read an article at least 20 years ago. I'd give one of my eye teeth to have that article. There was some research, but it was like the X-type. I read it, and I said, yes, this is true. And then through my own work, through my own implementations, I validated again and again. Here's what the third focus is. When you get humans to break the focus that they have on each other, direct eyeball to eyeball, heart to heart, and sometimes anger to anger, focus locked in with all the baggage we humans like to tote around with us. When you can shift that, one-on-one, which makes two, on that dual focus to a third focus, what happens is that something in us relaxes. It is our brain that relaxes. It is our field that relaxes. It is our heart that relaxes just a little bit. And we can breathe again. We focus on a third area, not each other, and the higher mind exerts itself. I'm in no way suggesting that you give up your rich and deserved emotional agenda. Of course not. But for the purposes of discussion, 
when the environment is somewhat charged, the third focus has been enormously helpful in my work and in the work as I teach it to others. A little pause. And that's what happens when you use a construct, a piece of paper. Focus on the piece of paper instead of on you and me. Just try it. When you're having a conversation with someone you would either rather avoid or when you're tackling a tricky situation that has a lot of charge around it, a lot of confusion, instead of having the discussion eyeball to eyeball, grab a piece of paper, if it's you and one other person or you and three other people, grab a piece of paper, set it down between you, and move as though to write on it, better yet to draw And as you do, you talk. You say something like, now, George, I'm trying to figure this thing out. I'm not happy about it, but I'm still trying to figure it out. Please see if I've got it right. Please see if I've got it right. Not please tell me, but look at what I'm thinking. All right? We're taking it out of our brain, putting it onto the piece the paper and you can write down a word or you can write down a a, a series of numbers this is what happened number one and then this happened number two and this happened number three did I get it right and what you're doing besides being careful about unnesting a hot topic is that you are training the focus on the paper and what that person you lay down the pen and you say did I get it right that person will pick up the pen maybe needs a tiny bit of encouragement and say, no, this is what happened. One happened and then three happened and then five happened and then two happened. So you forgot about five and you forgot about the sequence. And that's why it got so messy, blah, 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 blah. This third focus. It just lowers the temperature of the emotions, but it also allows the mind to find the pattern. You can call it to remember, allows the mind to remember. There is a tight connection between our brain and the movements of our fingers, the holding of the pen, the kinetic landscape of our body. Use it. And this is what we're using when we use the X-type matrix. I don't want to overemphasize the point, but I want you to be aware that the X-type matrix represents a third focus. It represents it for others, but it also represents it for you, executive leaders. And I know a lot of other people are listening in who are not yet executives. But this work for the X-Type Matrix policy deployment is you and a blank piece of paper. But it's not blank. It has a construct on it. It has an X on the lower left and some radiating grids for you to fill in. And that grid itself is of such value, it shows you the relationship You don't have to go to school. You begin with policies or projects, goals. Okay, let's let's map out the X. So let me walk you through it. We're going to count from 9 o'clock to 6 o'clock. The 9 o'clock quadrant is 1, or A if you will. The noon quadrant is 2, or B. The 3 o'clock quadrant of this X is targets or measures, targeted measures. And the 6 o'clock quadrant, we're going clockwise, is the money saved or the money made. So that's your central X. And you can draw it out if you're listening 
and not driving. So nine o'clock is policy or goals, goals, the, your priorities, and we're saying for the year. The second is noon is the projects that are linked to that. These are our goals. These are our priorities, our improvement priorities for the year. Here is a stack of the projects that are connected to that, that need to be undertaken if we are to meet that goal, as I currently see it, says Mr. and Miss Executive Leadership in the loneliness of her office at home or at work, sitting at this big desk with a single piece of paper saying, my life is going on this piece of paper, isn't it? I just know it is. And that's what you do, your vision and your strategy and your plan for deployment. The third quadrant is your target, targeted KPIs. What are the measures that I'm going to watch that will give me evidence that these projects are working? And the fourth quadrant, the one at 6 o'clock, is money made or money saved as a result of meeting those targets. What's it going to produce? Along the horizontal, where you have your KPI targets, further to the right is a section for the leaders of the projects that you named at the noon or the B part, the linked projects. Who are the leaders? And all around this X-type are little cells that you put dots in as you connect these. So you may have a policy... Let me get to an example so that I can just read it to you. Hold on for a second. Moving down, 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 down. Here we go. And explode it, Gwenny. There we go. So, for example, let's talk on the plant level. You're the executive, the ranking side executive. Decrease raw material costs. This is manufacturing, obviously. That's a priority one. That's that's in the quadrant that is at 9 o'clock. It connects with three projects for the stream that is above noon. The project's above noon. Pardon me, I hit my microphone. Three projects. One is to improve raw material yield as a way of reducing cost. One is to decrease material scrap as a separate project. And the other is to create, to decrease material thickness because thickness is an issue. Those three projects are connected in their turn to three separate KPIs. One of them is a 97 to a 98.5 improvement in raw material yield. Another for the material for the decrease in material thickness, it's by 5%, and to decrease material scrap, that's a 10 to a 5% decrease. And there are departments that are connected with that who are going to take the lead. Your project leader departments. They can have names on them. But you'll have, for example, for raw material yield, sorry, raw material yield, you have five participants, five departments, purchasing, industrial engineering, the mixing department, process engineering, and quality. One of these dots is blackened in to show that this department is taking the lead, is the point person, 
the, the responsible department for making sure the project goes. And so the project is, so the X-type is laid out in that way. And you have to work it, ladies and gentlemen. You work it and work it. I'll talk about that after the next break, after this very break that we're looking at now, because Kevin is telling me it's time for our third break. See you when you get back. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. Are you ready to bring the power of the visual workplace to your company? Gwendolyn Galsworth, visual workplace expert and award-winning author, is available to help you harness and maximize that power. With nearly 30 years of hands-on experience, Dr. Galsworth shows you how through in-house seminars, site assessments, total company conversions, keynotes, coaching, and consulting. Learn about visuality through our books, DVDs, on-demand webinars, visual edge learning packages, and a host of other teaching materials. Enroll in the Visual Lean Institute and get trained and licensed as an instructor or QMI affiliate in any of our nine core visual workplace courses. Keep your visual workplace going and growing. Visit our website at visualworkplace.com to learn more about workplace visuality, our products and services, and when Gwendolyn will be presenting near you. That website again is visualworkplace.com. Bob Pritchard has over 30 years of experience as a straight-talking business consultant and author working with some of the top Fortune 500 companies. Now he's come to the Voice America Business Channel to help you and your business. Tune in to the Bob Pritchard Radio Show for information about starting and successfully running a profitable business. From the movers and shakers to great marketing screw-ups, you can't afford to miss a single edition of the Bob Pritchard Radio Show, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You're listening to The Visual Workplace, work that makes sense with Dr. Gwendolyn Galsworth. If you have a question or comment about today's program, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to radio at visualworkplace.com. Now, back to the program. Hi, welcome back. Hi, it's Gwendolyn. I want to I add some more pieces to this. The basic X-type is the four quadrants I named before. 9 o'clock noon, 3 o'clock 6. Adding to it for strength and clarity is how you're going to resource the projects you've named in the basic quadrant. How are you going to make the money you predict? You're going to do it through people. That's one important aspect. You're going to do it through the leadership of the people who report to you. And when we do the X-type, we do it on two levels only. The plant, if it's the plant, then it's plant and the direct reports. There is another tool, we call it the Operations Roadmap, that is for the shop floor. And we'll be getting to that soon when we switch back to supervisors, a little while. If you're in a corporate situation, then in my own um, recommendation, we do the the two top levels, CEO and VPs, CIOs and COOs and whatever, the C level, and the direct reports, and stop it there. We do not cascade the X-type down to the operator level, although 
I once worked with Venu Srinivasan, who was the head of the TVS Sundaram Clayton Group in uh, in India, the first company to win the Chi- the Deming Prize in India. Fantastic, uh, visionary leader of improvement, and he brought the X type matrix down to the janitor, all the way down, signed off. He loved the formulation. And he had the power, the charisma, and the will to do it. But that was, I don't want to call it excessive, let's say thrilling, but not what I recommend for most of us other ordinary human beings, myself included. Venu is like in a class by himself. I'm going to be writing to him soon. I, I hope he's well. So... This resourcing is very important, but this is a high-level, high-functioning tool that will allow you, when you get to the war room, to drive towards these objectives. I have added a fourth, I'm sorry, a fifth piece to the, um, to the X-Type, and that is your toolbox. I want you to tell me what's in your toolbox, what are your improvement tools, name them, and name your, the level of organizational proficiency, and then connect these projects with tools. Because these are not meetings, these projects you're having. These are sessions of relentless pursuit of waste, the relent, relentless innovation, if that is part of the, the program, and you have tools to support it. Tools like Pokeyoke, OEE, Lean Audit, Visual Order, Visual Leadership, Visual dis- Displays and Production Control Boards, Blitzes, Kaizen Blitzes and Visual Blitzes, Kanban, A3 Problem Solving, Scoreboarding, which is my form of problem solving, which of course I prefer. And the tools are there and they are connected. I worked with a wonderful man named Roy Coopers at Royal Notabomb Trailers, who was an engineer of the first order, and he did other things to his matrix, unspeakable things. <laughs> he would put targets in percentage there, and he it did expand the format, but it worked for him. It worked very, very well. He's now a manager of his own plant, and happily using these tools, I'm sure, because they're so powerful. So the, a, the X-Type is a single plan. Please just get our newsletter. It'll be there if you haven't seen one before. Or you know you can go on Google. There are thousands of X-Types there. But just don't be overwhelmed by it. This is a tool that works. I would caution it to be used by the executive and first developed by the executive. This can take a month. It's done quietly after hours sorting through the issues, find a buddy, Mr. and Miss Executive, who can be a sounding board to your thinking, and that's all. Do not bring your whole team in, but you can give the assignment separately to your team for them to work on this, to push the kinds of priorities that came up with the Operation Systems Improvement Template House, the tactical focuses, and the tools that support it. Can you see the connections here? To use that as a guideline and then translate it into a finer action plan 
through the X-type. Let them do their work separately. You do your work separately. They hand in their work to you. You use it. You harvest it. You see where you got it right, where, where they got it right, where you got it not so right, where they got it not so right. And then you have a discussion because they are the names that are on the list. They're your project leaders. You have to work with them on implementing the X-type, but not on constructing it, not the first time, and I think not the second time, not the first year, and I think not the second year. The first year, you'll need about three months. It's not done during work time. It's extra time. It's on the plane, and it's the quiet of the night. You work this through, so you own it. You can think of this... I know I'm going to get in trouble, but I had the image of a fire hydrant, if you know what I mean. This is yours, and it needs to bear your mark because you need to own it when it's going through a happy time, and you need to own it and know why when things get tough. You need to hold steady to the course, and if you haven't defined the course with enough robustness and emotional connection, you will give up. You have to own it because you have to lead it. That's why these tools belong to you even if you inherit them from corporate. If they give you an X-type or they say align with this, then you have to deconstruct it just the same way as I told you to deconstruct the house that you may have inherited that's on the wall behind your desk and make it yours. Make it peculiar Make it work for you. Put your personality, your spirit in it, your will. And then you'll be able to lead it. Otherwise, you can't lead. Read the book, Churchill's Memoirs of the Second World War. Read it in its shortened version of 987 pages, although I think it's over 1,000. It's just across the room. I can't reach it. Read that and you will understand leadership from the point of view of a life-enhancing, <laughs> vital exercise, vital commitment of you as a personality. Identify with Winston Churchill. You can read other books that uncovers other sides to the story, but the side of the story that he tells is hair-raising, and he makes you not only believe, but want to be there, want to be a part of it. His leadership was dazzling. And it was complete. And he used all the tools, everything at his disposal, because something very real to him was at stake. It becomes abstract if you say his nation was at stake. Of course it was, but he knew the faces of the nation. And he knew the economies, and he knew the history, and he owned it, and he loved it. Remember what Einstein Einstein told us. Discipline is... Discipline is what? Discipline is remembering what you love. This is what Einstein told us. He didn't say discipline is following the rules. Discipline is being good little boys and girls. Discipline is being well-mannered. He said discipline is remembering what you love. That means you have to first know it. And that love will give you the will and the focus to carry on. There's only one love. And you... You dip into it. When you love your organization enough to get to know it well enough to squeeze it onto a single piece of paper, (laughs) 
the X-Type Matrix. Gosh, <laughs> I had a wonderful time with you today. We will continue our discussion. We're not quite ready. I'm going to set up the, the, the war room the next time we meet live, which will be week after next. Uh, and But I'm still going to be threading in uh, the X-Type in the house. This is visual leadership on the executive level. And this is Gwendolyn Galsworth, and I'm signing off. See you the next time. We appreciate your joining us this week for The Visual Workplace, work that makes sense. Please tune in for another episode next Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, featuring your host, Dr. Gwendolyn Galsworth, on the Voice America Business Channel. Thanks again for listening. Thanks again for listening.